welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 240, we're going to be talking about Impact Wrestling and AEW Dynamite and that's it. Nothing else will be spoken about on this podcast. But before we get to all of that, my name is John and joining me as she does every week is the Leaf Cassidy to my Marty Janetti, Marianne. Oh my god. Were you at the show where Marty Jannetty was like drunk and dabbing all over the place? I was not. Ugh. That's why you're Al Snow and then I would be Marty Jannetty. I didn't want Good to. shit right there. That's I the think new- Kevin was at that show with me. I can't remember who it was. The new rockers, Marianne. <laughs> after um after the feud why is this highlighted? That was very strange. Uh, after the feud between Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, uh, Leaf Cassidy, Al Snow, was the other half, and they were known as the New Rockers. Didn't go over very well. It does not sound decent. I have news for you, though, John. News for me. Yes. Um, that's not wrestling-related. Uh, I oh, get a no. message. I literally just told everyone on this podcast we weren't going to talk. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Good fucking lord. Um, I still can't believe you didn't get my Priyanka gift, by the way. But anyways, it was the one where she crab walks off the st- the main stage. Still a better, um, still a better dance move than the robot to win a championship. Anyway, a championship is that what you just called the drag race crown? I did a championship. The drag championship. <laughs> We're not hating. I mean, yes, we are. But um, Jaron and I always talk about breakfast foods yes. or just fast foods in general. Yes. And to which I obviously made the uh, the classic Jim Jam Pingolo tweet of Taco Bell breakfast is the breakfast for you and me. Yes. Um, and Jaron uh, got Wendy's breakfast. Oh, I have been hearing great things about Wendy's breakfast. Yes. He was saying how um, Burger King, he was like, Burger King breakfast fucks so hard, it's underrated to the fullest. But personally, I'm too scared to try anything that isn't Taco Bell or McDonald's because I trust both of them. Because one, the McGriddle is the greatest invention of all time. Yes. Uh, followed closely by the breakfast crunch wrap, which is just a brilliant invention. Mm-hmm. But he ordered uh, Wendy's breakfast, and so he got uh, the... Um, let me see. I know there's he like a, a the maple, the maple chicken croissant yes. one, and the breakfast baconator. And uh, breakfast baconator gets full stamp approval, fucking good on Jaren's side. So this is Wendy's cast now. I need, yeah. Um, I we saw the commercial for Wendy's breakfast the other day, and we were like, holy shit, we need to. And you still haven't gotten the grilled cheese burrito. Okay, so we were going to get Taco Bell on. And then you got Wendy's instead. This is literally what happened last week, John. Oh, no. Well, actually, <laughs> actually, yes. So now that I think about it, I have been denied Taco Bell twice. My God, I need this grilled cheese burrito. I need it. Every, the hype is real, people. It is good shit. Um, but yes, Wendy's. I have not had. I cannot remember the last time I've had Wendy's. I honest to God can't. Their the fries is, are not very good. 
I was talking to somebody who put Wendy's fries like top tier fries. No, I disagree. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> They're not, yeah, they, they are like, for yeah, sure Wendy's, not top tier. Yeah, there was somebody listening to a guy that I matched with on Hinge who wanted to listen to the podcast. And I was like, well, first of all, you will understand virtually none of it. He's like, but I did understand the Wendy's love because Wendy's is great. My God, random, random people from from matchmaking sites listening to this podcast to hear my dumb Laura Prepon voice. Ah, that's that's what they're that's what they're here for. No, I don't I don't know. Apparently, he sounds like Ray Romano though. He said that he went on a uh, the like first Kermit date with the a frog. no. <laughs> he said. He went on a first date with the girl and she told him he sounded like Ray Romano. And he's like, should I be offended? And I was like, honestly, that's hilarious. Damn. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, my headboard on my bed is the same one that they have in the bedroom of Everybody Loves Raymond, which is like my mom's favorite TV show ever after Seinfeld. Wow. So Everybody fun fact with Marianne. There you go. Yes, but wrestling news. Let's do that instead. Wrestling. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. How are you, John? <laughs> oh How God. selfish wow. of me not to ask. She's <laughs> full halt on the podcast to make shit, to ask me how I'm doing. I am impressed. <laughs> I am shocked and I am impressed. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Oh, I didn't send you. So I um, my uh, streaming rig is completely set up now. I have to send you this stupid setup. I I just the last thing I needed. I got it. I have a um a a dual monitor arm on my desk now because I was running out of desk space with three monitors. So my computer monitors are now above my desk. I'll send you a picture of it in a little. What bit they're mounted? They're technically mounted. Um. Yeah, so they're basically mounted on a arm that attaches to the desk. That's nuts. Um, so now it's it's absolutely insane. I haven't tried work like leisurely on the internet and on my computer. It's fine. I'm like I have not tried to do actual work with this setup yet, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, yeah. I've been wanting to get dual monitor. My brother has an extra monitor in his room, and then we have an extra one upstairs. Like I, I said this last week, oh, and wait, for some reason yeah. the cord the cord we have is not the the cord. It doesn't. I don't have the port for the cord that we have that works for that. Yeah, I remembered that now, and I forgot to follow up with you. We'll we'll, uh, we'll yeah take, we'll yeah it's way. yeah because tiny screen is not cutting it for me working at home. It's 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 not great. Yeah, we'll 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 figure that out after um after we go off air here. Um, but I'm doing pretty well. I mean, the setup is that's that's cool. I watched to get this. Was this all today or was this yesterday? Man, I can't even remember. No, okay. So I watched Impact and AEW yesterday, and I watched NXT today. Ugh. Not all of NXT though. I started to watch the main event, and I went, "Oh, I don't care about this." Uh, so NXT. imagine me even caring about WWE in general now. Hey, Ever Rise was on. They were fighting Imperium this week on NXT. I don't even know who the fuck those people are. I only care about Cesaro. Ever Rise. That's three that's their name now? Everrise. They had great matching tights. In fact, you haven't seen them. They always I'm, have great matching tights. I'm tooting Everrise's tights. Okay. First of all, they've always had tootable tights. They're always like wearing the same thing. 
I they're see, on the same page at all times. I mean, if anything, just uh, check that's them out. their name. I thought they had a different name. I think they did at one point, but their their name now is Everrise. It's not the Viking Experience. <laughs> it should be <laughs> the Canadian Experience because they, they are should, really fucking Canadian. They should just be the War Raiders. Yo, <laughs> just take the name. That'd be great. Yo, I had said on Twitter that my favorite Canadian person was Priyanka, and then I realized that RJ City is also Canadian. My and God. I went, oh fuck, to choose between these two people, RJ City, and then. Uh, what is his new name scott parker uh oh god i've already forgot those two if you guys do not know those two fuck real hard with the backstreet boys they love the backstreet boys that's their go-to road trip music when they would travel between shows was the entire discography of the backstreet boys chase parker i don't even whatever chase parker and matt martell well, his actual name is Matt, so that works, but Jeff. Okay, I wouldn't want to go by Jeff either. Um, so No, he's Scott Parker's Chase Parker now. Yeah, I know, because he's not going by his real first oh. name like Matt is. Got it. Oh, got it. Because his real first name is Jeff, <laughs> with a G, as I like to say, and then he tells me I'm a bitch. Um, but anyways... I don't watch NXT. I like I, I I keep up with like their successes, like kind of like what they're up to. But really, the only person I support like in WWE, like especially main roster style, is just Cesaro. Is the only person I care about. Mm. He posted a picture today where he looked like fucking ripped as fuck, and then Baron Corbin was like, "Eat some carbs, man." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, big banter, dick, big banter, you big breakfast piece of shit. <laughs> The king of the big breakfasts. Oh, my God. He knows is he the Burger it. King breakfast? Yeah. Burger King of breakfast? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is. King Corbin. <laughs> Makes absolute sense now. You know who is also a king? This is my segue into the news. Oh, oh, so, yeah. The, <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, William Regal? I don't know. He was a king. <laughs> Harley Race? Haku? They were all kings. Anyway, uh, yeah, Eddie Kingston officially signs with uh, AEW. They put up the graphic to make me know it was real. Uh, very excited about this. I'm I'm so excited to see what they do with him. It should be very interesting. To be fair, they're not very good at doing things so you know it's real because their tag team champions don't have matching tights. My God, they don't. They don't. It upsets me. We'll get to, to those. Day. We'll get to those yeah, tag team champions in a bit. But yeah, Eddie Kingston signs with AEW. Good shit. Makes me happy. And then that's all the news we have. Because really, that's oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna. I'll. I'll do a little spoilery news here. Um. So if you don't want to hear this, uh, just um, whatever. I don't know. Fast forward a little bit. So um, Chris Jericho. Uh, you know how they're having the AEW Women's World Tag Cup. In AEW, what is this, soccer? In AEW, yeah. So, um, he he uh spoiled one uh one of the teams that's gonna be in in the uh in the tournament, and it's gonna be um Anna J, who we will talk about in a little bit here, and a former NXT star. Oh no! Uh, I think she's going by Tay Conti now. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, I'm super pumped about this. Weren't we? totally talk about how dope she would be in AEW. Yeah, so we're, we'll see. He says he was super uh, impressed by the work they put into that match. So I'm excited to see uh, 
what what is going to happen. And I really hope they sign her because, I mean, we'll see how she is in the ring. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how she does. Um, I'm more interested on who Nia, how Nia's partner is going to do. Oh, yes. We'll get more on, more on that a little later. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's the other news that's coming out. I believe that that tournament starts tomorrow on YouTube, which uh, I don't think that's it. That kind of is a little lame, but I'll check it out for sure. Actually, maybe we should check it out, and that'll be um, something we talk about next week. Anyway, let's um, let's glide on through Impact Wrestling because, holy shit, guys, this was not a good show. It was really not good. It was very bad. Um, Shout out to shitty Josh, though, for hooking me up with a link to be able to see this. There we go. Yeah. He is the only legitimate Impact fan I know. Um. Holy shit, and probably the only person watching after this show, because what in the fuck was this shit? It was not good. It was It was. I will bad. tell you the point where I decided it was not good. Was it as soon as the first Wrestle House segment came on? Actually, yeah, it actually was. And my other thing is when, when Kimberly showed up is when I decided that I was like, this is not good. Damn. All right, so we open the show with a video package of stuff from last week, and then we go straight into a, uh, an Impact World Championship match. Trey Miguel uh, challenging Eddie Edwards. I love the... Well, I'm sorry. No, I don't love. The Radicals song starts off. The Radicals? With, oh, my goodness. The Radicals. Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Chris Benoit <laughs> and Perry Saturn came out. Speaking of which, I have a tote bag coming to me that is a Chris Benoit with Alf tote bag. I don't even know what that means. It's like Alf. Yes, the but character with Chris Alf. Benoit as well, and it's on a tote bag. I don't know why that's on a tote bag, but I mean, <laughs> somebody found it in like a shitty like dime store, like shop or something and they went oh my god and they thought of me obviously i'm sending it to george because he's the only person in the world that has a chris benoit joke with me so but still goodness good shit anyways the rascals i'm sorry the rascal song starts off with a bong rip and it's which is like trying too hard like most of the things on this entire oh yeah this (laughs) this should just be called try hard wrestling because holy shit it is not the comedic timing and nothing is there. Uh, I will say like overall the Trey Miguel Eddie Edwards match was was pretty fun. Um, I haven't Trey seen- Miguel is like is like the lowest tier version of Ricochet. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen Trey Miguel in a while and he's for sure improved. Um, I've seen him. I've seen gifts of him doing fucking dope ass moves, though. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Edwards looked pretty good as well. I have not watched Eddie Edwards wrestle in goodness i can't even remember uh i mean he hit some pretty cool moves here the the his overhead belly to belly was fantastic um i like the split-legged moonsault yes i for some reason i haven't seen one of those in a really long time yeah i i went oh split-legged moonsault pretty cool there we go uh also the bottom rope cutter which was is just like in theory is a ridiculous move it's just like what are we doing um I will it's like say, you're not going to get any momentum for that move at all if you're bouncing off yeah. the bottom rope. I will say we we there were a lot of things wrong with this show, but one thing that I thought they they really nailed was Josh Matthews going. We ha- probably have a lot of new viewers, so let me give you. He basically just gives us the history. You mean he did his job? Yeah, he did his job. 
<laughs> which I mean, like a lot of other companies might not. They just are like, well, everyone's watching us always, so I, you we mean don't. Vince? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but I thought it was cool for him to run down Eddie Edwards' uh, history, like his. I thought that was really history. interesting too. Yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Uh, the Boston Knee Party is uh, a fantastic finishing name. I love that. I feel like we had a list of really great finishing names, but for some reason, the only one I could think of right now is Champagne Super Knee Bar. Yeah, that one's great too. Because it's an like pun finisher. Yes. Like. Um. I mean. The uh, soul food is not a finisher, no. which is great. No. But there's, I feel like there's, a, there's like a really like glaringly obvious one I'm forgetting. But the only one I'll ever like never forget is Champagne Super Knee Bar because, I mean, that song sucks, but that band is awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, Noam Dar uh, is apparent. Noam is apparently a brand of beer, by the way. You just made the list. He's on the list, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm just absolutely just gotta make making sure here. Yeah. All right, so we had, and I think at one point, we there's no way we're just covering all the wrestle wrestle fucking house things right now. Um, all of them right now because it was a trash fest. Uh, mainly because I didn't watch it all, but uh, I think I. I think if we continue with with impact, uh, the the wrestle house segments, the wrestle house segments are our new cane counter for sure. Uh, you know, too much of a thing you don't want. Uh, we had three, I believe it was three. I might have just blacked out during one of them. Three <laughs> three Wrestle House segments, which basically... Did you black out from, like, third-hand embarrassment? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so the first Wrestle House segment basically sets up that we are in a house that Tommy Dreamer is renting out uh, for some reason. It's not his actual house. Um, but we're in this house because the winner gets a million dollars, but apparently that's not true. Um, didn't I say last week that they should do an opener that was like an, like a, a 90s sitcom. And then that's exactly what they did. They did. And, and that was funny. I thought that was fun. There was Taya dressed like a fucking Barbie. I did like, I dug the fuck out of her look. I mean, yeah, she there- was like good shit. There was some stuff in here that was I, I at least laughed a little bit at it. Like Tommy just, Dreamer. Tommy just Dreamer being is very funny. An absolutely ridiculous person throughout this. He has thing. great comedic timing, unlike ninety five percent of the roster of Impact. There was a thing at the it's end. Like him and EC three, and that's it. There's a thing at the end where I think Taya asks Rosemary how something about. I heard, I don't know. Rosemary makes a comment where How she says, How long are we going to have to be here? Oh, yeah. As and long Rosemary, as it who's takes. fucking awful. As long as it takes. And I said, Oh my God, that could be like more than we really need. And, yeah. it, and it was in one show. It was, it was crazy. Uh, do you remember that time we met Tommy Dreamer at that New Year's bar wrestling show? I do. Yeah. He told us a story, but I can't remember what it was. I don't, he was I don't. very laid back and, and cool. Yes, absolutely. Excellent. So uh, the No Way Jose joke was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, there was some funny stuff in here, but like I said, overall, not uh, this ain't it. It was like they got every single person that can't fucking act and put them in one segment. I will also say I get why this is happening. Like not everyone can make the tapings. Um, every, and who knows when they actually, you know, went through and actually taped these. So I get, I get it in this environment that we are currently in. They needed to try something new, but right now it's not working. Uh, I did like the winner gets to sleep in the ring. I thought that was funny. 
that just reminds me of uh, Orange Cassidy falling asleep in the ring after uh, Jervis like rocked him to sleep and then put him in a sleeping bag. Yes. That was uh, good shit. <laughs> yes, it was. So, I mean, Back when Chikara wasn't trash. Right. Um, and so, I mean, we have matches that are kind of almost filmed with a fan cam kind of view. Um, but I'm like, I don't care about these. Like, this is not this is not something I care about. We went back like, to I, Wrestle House. Yeah. I think at least you're not paying to watch ba- like a recording of backyard wrestling. Uh, I did think it was funny <laughs> that Tommy Dreamer apparently has some like he also has magical powers that will put people in their wrestling gear. Um, and then I I loved this segment with the uh, uh, the it's Deaner right? It's Cody Deaner and his brother. Um, I did like the segment where one of them so is like Tommy Dreamer, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I did like the segment where they're about to fight. And then Tommy Dreamer's in the bed with one of them. Just say Tommy Dreamer, the teenage witch. Oh, man. There you go. Good shit. All right. Well, I mean, that's the, <laughs> that's the title. It's, but that's what he is. We thought it was Rosemary at first. But, oh, no, there was a Shadow King involved. Tommy Dreamer, the teenage witch. <laughs> there you go. That's the title. But um, so he he shouts like. You know that this means it's ma- he says like match time or something like that, and then one of them goes, "Wait, right now?" He goes, "No, it's late. I'm tired. Let's go." Back I know to sleep. that was so funny. I thought that would, like, so. There's like there the is some great funny stuff, but it's mainly Tommy Dreamer and nobody else. If it's funny, it's from him because his timing. He knows how to work with people that are shit. His timing is like really good. <laughs> um, like, he yeah. knows what he's doing. It's also, funny shit. Also, randomly, Abyss was there. Uh, for like half a second, and that was strange. Um, what else? Are there are a lot of segments. A lot of segments, guys. Holy hell. Uh, TJP in a segment about wearing a mask and social distancing, even though he doesn't give a shit about that. Um, All right, sure, yeah. TJP, <laughs> like, infuriates me. He is so fucking hot, but there isn't even enough redeeming qualities in the entire world to even him out. My God. Like, he keeps getting worse. Goodness. I put up with him, but no, like, ugh, homie, <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we had an we had a Motor City machine gun kind of just uh, retrospective. Holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Shirtless in the rain, a la a certain Backstreet Boys music video. John, that button. Where is it? Hit it. Oh, my fucking God. There you go. Unnecessarily steamy hotness going on with that. What the fuck, Alex Shelley? And what the fuck? Past that, we go to a dejected North, the North, Ethan Page, Josh Alexander, where Josh Alexander is doing all of the talking, and Ethan Page is very sad. He's a sad. This is man. weird. It's like a strange reversal of you and me. Because didn't you say I was Ethan Page last week? Yes. I don't ever not talk ever. My God. Uh, we also had a series of embarrassing RVD Katie Forbes uh, oh, segments. Oh, she's so gross. They're both so gross. It's it's uh, it's bad. It's real bad. She's she can't even. She's so cheap that her her hair is in such bad shape that she can't even get it braided all the way down to the end. It's like she had like half braided pigtails. Wolf. No. Wolf. It was oh, it's just so bad. It was so bad. Uh, we had an EC three <sighs> vignette, which was amazing. Uh, it was very well well done. He did it except really good the job. lighting was not doing him any favors. Right, 
Uh, it and- was like, let's put this light right where it'll show his age. <laughs> Um, we had yeah, a mo- not good. We had a moose segment, and I didn't care until Heath showed up and tricked moose <laughs> and tricked moose into saying there was no TNA Championship Committee. Imagine Heath Slater making a fucking segment better on a promotion. My God, uh, like we're, yeah, we're getting moose versus Heath for the TN- TNA Championship next week, and if Heath wins, he gets a roster spot, so he probably will not win. <sighs> Uh, and then he will continue doing that gimmick for a while until they go oop well we ran out of ideas we'll give you a roster spot yeah <laughs> uh, we had Kimberly versus Deanna Perrazzo and it Didn't was watch it. it was okay that's about it uh, Jordan Grace is back and she hath been healed so she's back um, Katie Forbes doesn't know who Sammy Callahan is that's great probably because he looked like Ben Margera there you go that's the vibes I'm getting from him. And then I was like, maybe it was just that one segment. And then we see him again later. And I was like, wait, nope. It's just he looks like Bam Margera all of a sudden. We got another Brian Myers <laughs> vignette. Uh, Ken Sham- Ugh, What? I don't even understand what we're doing here. Callahan goes, all right, where's my it's been a week. Where's my explanation? And Ken Shamrock's like, I can't even do this and just walks away. He was so awful. And it's like, why the fuck do you keep showing up here then? You could see Sammy Callahan like cringing at the badness of that. Oh, yeah, it was awful. It was so bad. And then Rob Van Dam shows up for some reason. I don't care. Then Rob Van Dam shows up again. Ugh. Um, and this is fucking bad. She has ab implants. I remember Jaren asking, confirmed. I'm very sure she has ab implants because nobody with her shape and her jiggly amount would have abs like that. My God. She's um, too big. She has ab implants. There you go. Ugh, you know who else has ab implants or had them at least detox the drag queen? And then they did not turn out good. They like melted oh. down his, her body. Oh, God. Yeah, they just started to sag a little bit. Gross. Yep. Uh, Callahan superimposes himself on all of Katie Forbes's photos. So, which were not even good photos to begin with. No, they were awful. Um, the rascals then attempt comedy, and man, it's not working. Absolutely not. It was really bad. Like that, I think honestly, that those that segment might have been the worst out of all of them. Yeah, and because it was like this is that '70s show. That's saying something. The shit. It was. was It was very bad. And I expect more from Desmond Xavier. Yeah. I expect way more from him. Uh, Not so much from Zachary Wentz because he has terrible taste in women and he's just dumb. My God. But I hate Kimberly. I'm Uh, sorry. We had a Rich (laughs) Swan segment where they interviewed him and then he said, oh, just end the thing, man. I'm going to be by myself, which was weird because uh, we were told he was on Skype, so he could have just hung up. (laughs) But (laughs) I mean, I guess I guess we're not using logic at all uh main uh, event reno scum versus the good brothers uh i thought this was a good little showcase match just to you know get the good brothers over and i thought reno scum did really well too oh my god that standing moonsault by uh by adam was crazy one of his one of his staple moves great shit very good at them fucking luster with his stupid leopard print <laughs> oh can you believe he works for UPS? Is that like the funniest thing? I love it. Isn't that hilarious? It's good stuff. I was like, what the fuck? Just like. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this ma- this I match was I want to get fun. my packages delivered by Luster the Legend. He just like fucking like javelin throws my packages at me. <laughs> That'd be great. 
be amazing. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, this was a fun little match. Good Brothers win. Um, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton come out, and they're just fighting all over the place. And that's pretty much how we end the show. And that was that was Impact. We, we'll soldier on another week and then see. Yeah. But I should have just left sh- it as me only watching the main event. But this show was <laughs> woof. I mean, if you if you watch anything, I'd say it was a shit sandwich. Oh my god, it was a shit sandwich. Oh my god, it was a, for sure a shit sandwich. We had we started out great with a, the Trey Miguel Eddie Edwards <laughs> match. We had a bunch of shit in the middle, and then we ended with a with a decent Reno Scum Good Brothers match. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, were there only three matches? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, because we got we got to we got to count the wrestle fact or the wrestle factory. Whoops, the wrestle house. Oh matches. boy, we got to what a drop. We got to we got to <laughs> count the wrestle house matches as matches. So never mind. All right, let's move on to AEW because holy shit, we need to talk about something that's halfway decent. We open the show with the inner circle taking on the best friends. And if you did not know who's in the best friends, it is Trent and Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. Uh, It is also Orange Cassidy and Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Ten man tag. With a BB Marco stunt somewhere. He's he's hanging out. In somebody's pocket. Yeah. Hanging out. So this we go ahead it was i was really glad that this opened it because i was like i can't like handle anything else um every time i hear jericho's theme i don't think i'll ever get over it it fucks so (laughs) hard i'm convinced that if you don't like that song you're either in deep deep denial river or you haven't heard the whole song before because it fucks from beginning to end. It's absolutely nuts that like, you know, you're like, oh, Chris Jericho's in a band, whatever. And then like this song, I remember the first time I heard this song, I went, holy shit, this is a really good song. It's a great song. And I mean, Fozzie's been around forever. There's a picture of Chuck Taylor. I should probably post it. I sent it to him the other day and I was like, does Jericho know about this? It's a picture of him at his 16th birthday wearing a lucha mask in front of a very sad looking cake. And he's uh, with a Fozzie shirt and his dog. (laughs) And it's his 16th birthday. Oh, my God. (laughs) But songs that don't fuck hard, Orange Cassidy's. Yeah. uh, No bueno. Not great. It needs to be lazy, man. Yeah. Can't can't dig it. Or it um, needs to be just a ripoff of the song he came out to on the indies. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they come out and there's a best friends chant going on. Yes. That shit warms my heart because yes, they exist outside of Orange Cassidy. My god. There are two other guys there. <laughs> if y'all didn't know. Yeah, there are two two other guys. Two. Um, and they're both hunky guys. This this match was fucking all over the place. Um, I, uh, which is fine. I, I have a question for you. Yes. Is the shin kicking thing getting old for you too? Or is it just me? No, the reason it's not getting old for me, but I think why you might think it's getting old is because the wrestlers slash audience members aren't reacting to it as, you know, as usual audience members react. That, to that it. may be it, but I also <laughs> think it's just a very, he's obviously going to do it. Yes. Kind it's of his, thing. It's his shtick. He's going to do it for yeah. sure. Yeah. This this match had so many taggy boy moves. 
Yes, there were so many assisted things via like it was it was good shit. There are lots of taggy boy moves. Um, Marco. Oh my somehow God. inserting himself in there and nobody noticed. Yes. Uh, reinforces not my belief every week that he might be Janela's little brother. <laughs> oh, he acts just like Joey Janela. Interesting. But like the tiny, mini, mini, mini Rugrat version. Yes. Uh, Trent was just getting the shit kicked out of him this oh, entire, <laughs> you know, per usual. Or, yeah, per usual. Why is he always doing this to his body? Like, he's know. the most broken one out of all of them. No, Matt Hardy's the most broken one out of Shut all of them. Shut up. You Nailed know exactly it. what you I can meant. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> My I I didn't understand how at the beginning they were allowed to come in and defend Orange Cassidy when he was getting the shit kicked out of him by the inner circle in the corner, but Aubrey wouldn't let them in when it was happening to Trent. Oh, he does this Conspiracy. all the time. He'll handle it. Conspiracy. Okay, Britt Baker. <laughs> God damn. Um, you know, as is such, we got a Luchasaurus hot tag. Um with Sammy just bumping the house down boots. I will say that, like, when Luchasaurus's mask started to fall off, I was crying <laughs> because commentary. Now, also, commentary was off the rails this week because it was Taz, JR, and Tony Schiavone. No Excalibur to wrangle in JR. The bullshit. Um, yeah, the so JR. It's like, oh my God. There was lots of you could tell Tony was like at the end of his rope yeah. at some points. Yeah, it, it was but, it was not great. Um, but I mean, Taz just going like, oh, I think he's losing part of his face. I was dying. Like <laughs> his face is falling off. <laughs> like, what direction are you going in right now, Taz? I don't know. Uh, but it was yeah, we'll get to Taz a little later because Yeah, but Sammy bumping like a madman. Just as I said, bumping the house down boots. Yep. There's a drag reference for you. Um it, it consistently amazing mm -hmm. at taking things. And I mean, controversy aside, he is fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Um yeah, and speaking of Sammy, all his knees were he hits this running knee on Jungle Boy, I think. I think he killed him, honestly. Oh yeah, for I for sure. He like again he did running knees later, but when he took that tail whip from Luchasaurus, I rewound it like three times. Yeah. Because it was fucking insane. It was like I rewound it not as many times as when he got the super kick to the face by the young bucks. Oh that yeah. That somebody made into a gift that they switched with Mortal Kombat. Yes. Oh my god. He is just nobody. He is the king of getting kicked in the face. He's so good at it. Matt, Imagine being good at being kicked in the face. <laughs> I mean, I guess in this business you have to be. Yeah, yeah. Matt Hardy. And if you're shows not good up, at it, we'll read you to filth. There you go. Matt Hardy shows up to cost Sammy Guevara the match. Um and the 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 good guys win. There you go. It's very weird calling uh, Chuck a good guy. <laughs> a good guy. He's a yeah. Good guy. It's just it's very weird because I feel like he lives to not be one, but he always ends up being one. Uh, we had John Moxley talking about his little compadre. You gotta say little little compadre, little compadre, little compadre. Yeah, <laughs> his little compadre, Darby Allen. Uh, and then we Darbs. up next we had. Uh, has he called him Darbs yet? I don't think he has. No, uh, he should. We had uh, Cody defending the TNT championship against the motherfucking war horse. Who got a legit great entrance. Yes. 
It was so lit. There was flames. And I love that AEW gives real entrances to outside talent. Yeah. I love it. It's not like a cutback from commercial break and they're already in the ring type thing. Yes. It's like, that was good shit. I will also say I loved Justin Roberts announcing that he was here to rule ass. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh my God, this is this is great. Um, Warhorse <laughs> looked great in this match. Uh, he hats had off some to great Cody. Fucking chops. Yeah. And yes, hats off to Cody for that. He gave him a lot of offense. He, he had did so a much lot of offense. He yeah. delivered the shit out of it. It was like that double stomp onto the outside. Yeah. Holy Good shit. Stuff. Also, that elbow drop, Bailey could never. Oh my God. His elbow drop was so good. And then it we- was so good and then like towards the end he was uh just kind of you know trying to get the a quick pinfall he was reversing everything it was great stuff warhorse looked really good he got a lot of offense in there and i think that that is like i think cody doesn't want these all to be squash anythings no absolutely and i think that's that's respectful yeah i agree as is giving them real entrances and it's like you take you. I was like, you're gonna bring somebody in here, but what? What are you gonna do? Is just destroy them, and that's gonna make them feel better once they go back to like the indies, you know, to yeah. be made. Like he got his shit in. Like he got a couple of near falls. Yes, he did. Like it was very it was, close. It was good shit. Absolutely. And you could tell that Cody at first was like his facial expression was just like not taking him very seriously, and you could tell by Taz just absolutely not taking him seriously. And in my mind, I'm like, imagine underestimating a dude who headbangs that hard <laughs> that match was very good yes it was uh it ended with the figure four cody retains uh i will say did you notice warhorse pushing cody out of the way to save him from the dark order attack that's a rules ass level move uh and uh we we had the dark order out here they were beat trying to beat up they beat up cody they beat up warhorse and then they went to attack double a those bastards. <sighs> and oh my God, who should arrive but Matt Cardona to save the day? He is He here. looked swole as fuck. <laughs> yes, he did. Holding him back is really going to bite, like, is really going to bite Vince in the ass. Yeah. This has been, because this has been teased for ages. Cody's been pretty vocal about the talents of Rusev also, saying that those two are two free agents that need that that need to be snatched up. Uh, Rusev, it kind of seems like Rusev, I mean, I'm sure he's just working everybody, but he sounds like he's done. But, I mean, he, like, oh he, my God. He likes to troll people. Yeah, he would be great. He's king troll. But he would be great in AEW. And Rusev showing up out of nowhere would for sure kill Jaren. Oh, he would die. Yes. He would for sure die. Um, like if he if he came out of nowhere, Jaren would die. And that you guys don't understand. <laughs> he is such a big Rusev mark. R.I.P. Uh, uh, we had an inner circle segment hosted by Tony Schiavone. Uh, and we found out that son of a bitch in Spanish is son of L bitch. I don't reinforcing think that's my yet. Sammy Guevara does not speak Spanish. Uh, it was also revealed that we are getting Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho part two. But before that, next week we are getting a, a debate between Jericho and Cassidy with a guest mo- uh, mediator. The things I would do to have Chuck Taylor stand in for Cassidy on that. Because holy fuck. That'd be crazy. But it would be like Indy Jericho versus Jericho because he has been like he's shocked he hasn't been called a Jericho ripoff before. But my thing is, how 
much money do you think that they would have to pay Tony Giovanni to even look like he cares about what people have to say half the time? Because it's probably a lot. Probably a lot. he never gives a shit. No. He just stands there and looks perpetually annoyed. And that's a very, uh, that's a very John Pingle mood. Absolutely. If I might say so myself. Um, we had more Tony Schiavone as uh, we had FTR signing their AEW <laughs> contracts. My God. My Dude, a contract God. signing that John actually watched. This was actually, I watched the whole thing. Um, Dude, quarantine Ar- has really done you bad, John. <laughs> Arn Anderson steps in as their consultant, and he's like, oh, let me look over this contract here. Arn, for sure my stepdad whenever I make any big decisions. <laughs> he's looking, <laughs> looking over it. He whispers to FTR to make sure that tag team appreciation night hosted by FTR is going to happen. Uh, no Holy clue what fuck. that means, but I assume it's just going to be all tag matches, which I'm fine with. Uh, <sighs> Hangman More Adam Justin. Page yeah. shows up and to Already celebrate, drunk. and they toast to the fucking Mid-Atlantic. My God, what a time to be alive. That John watched a contract signing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> up, up next, we had... The, and Adam Page poured too much into his cup, and he was, like, overly ambitious. He's like, well, I poured away too much. <laughs> and he, I'm like, she don't tell anyone that. Everyone's supposed to think that you're an all-powerful alcoholic. <sighs> it's all about pacing, I think. Yeah, he was not pacing. Up next, we had the Dark Order, which uh, th- this time around, because there's so many members of the Dark Order is uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson taking on... Or as Tony called him, that masked one. That masked one. uh, Taking (laughs) on Hangman Page and Kenny Omega for the AEW tag team titles. Uh, Colt Cabana on commentary. And uh, standing behind Colt Cabana, Mr. Brody Lee and Anna Jay wearing a a mask. Okay. Of sorts. We'll see. I'm interested to see. I think they have kept her off TV for a while because they're just like, we don't know. But she's in yeah. the dark order, I guess. Um, There's a lot of people they've kept off TV for a while. Yeah. Uh, Hangman Adam Page jumping the gun. The Ken- disrespect, sir. Kenny Omega looks very confused. Um, I don't have any really crazy well, notes about this match. He- yes. The disrespect being, but also this wouldn't be an issue if they had one entrance, like a real tag team. Fair enough. So, but then Brody goes around saying, oh, nice of you to show up, Kenny. Uh, which is funny. I yeah, but. It. Look, I'm but, here for Kenny Omega versus Brody Lee. Let's do that shit. Let's do that. That'd Cole's be fun. full of denying that he was in the dark order. Yes. He's just <laughs> hanging out. I'm just hanging out, guys. I don't know, man. I feel like they have some real Hotel California shit going on in that group. I'm just hanging out, guys. Like, that's that's not... Dude, we we need to talk about the Snapdragon. All right, let's talk the about it. The Snapdragon that gets hit into a giant frog splash. Why have I never seen that before? I need to see it more, and I loved it so much. Yeah, I mean, this match was, was pretty good. I really love uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. I think Hashtag they're... Hashtag I still don't care about them. Okay, well, they're a great tag <laughs> team. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Um, yeah, I thought this match was was a lot of fun. And, I mean, we end up retaining here. Does the elite, I guess, kind of sort of the elite. And I love after the match, Colt, you need to go to the back right now. I love that he does It was work. like sending his child to bed early. Hey, guys, I got to go. And he leaves. Uh, and then and he kept turning around like, why? And it's like, I don't want you to see this. You know, it was just yeah. like, yeah. Did you see... <laughs> 
uh, Leva Bates somewhere? Is that what? Yes. It showed her, like, they were doing something on the side, and she was like, like, overacting and being generally really shitty, and I still don't understand why she has a job. Uh, don't worry. She'll uh, she'll get pushed out once they sign more more ladies. She's fucking awful. She's not great. She's not she great. She can't even just sit there and hold something and be convincing. My God. Um, so strength and numbers, all of the dark order come out and then, uh, young bucks and FTR come out. More beers are being wasted. Everything is just being wasted. Uh, Britt Baker says big swole. You can fight me, but you have to beat an opponent of my choosing again. Tony pretending like he gives a shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then we had a, a man and I was, this match was not, I I was like, oh, I'm kind of excited for this match, but um, I ended up not really caring for it. Diamante taking on Hikaru Shida. Woof. Not great. Really, I skipped. That's really all I got to say about that. This is that. why I wait for you to do your notes first so I can know what to skip. Um, and and then, it's easier for me to type stuff in afterwards. Yeah. And then we had, <laughs> oh, God. after that, we had Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose talking about the AEW Women's Tag Cup. And... Um, she had already picked, I believe it was purple. Oh, they're picking cute colors now. And when did they establish it was going to be colors? Are there other teams that have been announced? There are no other teams that have been formally announced. Um, but basically the rules are each competitor picks a color. If you have a matching color, that's your teammate. No takesies, backsies, no trading. Holy shit. That blows dick. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> We'll see why in a second. Well, <laughs> um, they're like, we don't know who my par- our partner is going to be and who should show up. But <laughs> um, for the former uh, Cameron, um, I believe her. Na- How do you say her Adrian. name? Adrian. Is it Adrian? Yeah, Adrian. A- Adrian. Yeah. Adrian Andrew. She shows up and says, yep, it's me. I'm here. Um, so. Here's she the- didn't have a pocket mirror this time, though. No, she did not. He- so he. he- I'm interested in this because quite literally no one has seen her wrestle in a while. She was supposed to wrestle at Effie's um, Big Gay Breakfast. I think that's what it was called. If not, I'm sorry. It should be. But um, (laughs) over WrestleMania weekend, that obviously didn't happen. Um, I'm interested to see this. I'm not going to, I mean, it's like, holy what shit. What their theories are, like she's going to be like secretly amazing or they gave somebody who sucks and they know they suck to somebody that's powerful like Nyla. I mean, we'll see because, uh, I mean, spoilers, uh, her and Nyla. The dog is crying in the background. I'm sorry. It's okay. Her and Nyla take on um, Ty, Ty Conti and Anna Jay. That's the match. And Jericho was raving about it so we'll see what yeah we'll see i'm interested to see how she does and i guess we don't have to wait long because i think that match airs tomorrow on youtube so holy shit balls i'm excited to check it out um next holy crap mjf good lord this was (laughs) insane and i loved it uh he came out and basically said everything that we've been working to, you know, we're glad handing that we're the uh, the alternative, but it sucks because we're just giving WWE guys opportunities. And then he took the Gulak platform. Yes. About there's too many flippy boys. Too many flippy boys. And I went, whoa, okay, I'll bite. <laughs> like, um, I loved this. I loved the fake baby that he kisses. 
I did not see that, and I rewound it several times to try and figure things it out. It might have been in the picture-in-picture. Picture. Oh, there was a picture-in-picture. Picture. I didn't yeah, know that. So with yeah, him that walking to the, I wish I would have seen it. With him walking uh, to the ring, yeah. and he kisses like Dude, the, the fakest Trump, baby. The Trump gestures give this man an Academy Award. MJF did an amazing job. Just this entire segment was so good. Oh, so funny. And then he had that he told that girl that she'd be prettier if she smiled. Oh my god. That is such oh my god. Yes. Because that is a very well-known rude thing to say to a girl. <laughs> yes. And I, uh, he knows that for sure. Yeah, I know. That's why um, he did it. <laughs> it was great. Oh, and he, he said that John Moxley was just cosplaying as Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was a hit and oh a Oh my half. god. The shade. The, the shade of it all the shade no need for sunglasses it's very, all it was very tea, shady. All shade no pink lemonade absolutely my god i'm just quoting drag race all over the place even though i know you won't get them so mjf hoping that somebody will mjf challenges john moxley for the aew world heavyweight championship at all out and I can't believe we're almost to all out. And I also can't believe it's fucking August. Yeah. Holy moly. Up next, our main event, Darby Allen and the AEW world champion, John Moxley. John Pingle. Taking on Brian Cage <laughs> and Ricky Starks in an R podcast match. <laughs> <clears throat> Holy crap. I love that they gave Starks the mic. He killed it. Homie was- has Adam Driver ears. I don't know. And that's what not that a compliment. Means. Not a compliment. Adam Driver has satellite dishes for ears. That's why he always has his hair long. My God. Um, also, he says something about a baby mama, but that shit doesn't work if the dude is married and doesn't even have kids. Very Do your true. research. I am not here for any of these reads, actually. I, I well delivered, great. not effective. All right. Well, Team Taz comes out. Uh, and Darby Allen does not. Uh, Moxley's by himself, but a wild Darby does appear as he does the Darby dive, as I called it. Which I think sounds like a 50s dance move. <laughs> um, there was a lot of double team uh, with, with Brian. I'm sorry, not a lot of double team. Two on one, Cage, Darby Allen, and Moxley stuff. That was good stuff. And now that I'm looking at this, I don't have any notes on Ricky Starks, even though I do think he is talented and I think he's a good signing. But um, I think he has a massive forehead. He has like a James Vanderbeek forehead with like corners. My God. It's intense. My God. Um, Brian Cage with the bicycle kick. <laughs> there was also a very unique save from Moxley with, I think... Cage was going to powerbomb Darby Allen in the corner and Moxley. And didn't kinda, he like carry him like a yeah, child? Yeah, he like ran over and, and yeah, got him. Uh, also, the, oh, DD, no, you don't. Also the DDT like... by Moxley with Darby hitting the coffin drop. That was great. You know that they they did a lot of talking backstage. Yes. Like, obviously, that's part of their job. Yeah. Is to like do like talk over spots and stuff like that. And that's why I was like, yeah, he never comes down the ramp. But he came down, didn't seem surprised at all. They put Darby on surprise on purpose. And you know that, like, that was just how it works. Right. But you know that there's there was several, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There were several instances where you could tell, or combinations that you could tell they clearly were thinking together. Right. To kind of showcase both of their um, talents, I guess. 
there I don't was, know where I was going with that. Taz was on commentary this entire time, and he was losing just his shit. losing his mind. It was very funny. Um, Darby brings out a skateboard with tacks God in it. Fucking damn it! And he ju- <gasps> he jumps off the top rope onto Ricky Stark's back. And that has like a cheese grater effect because it slides. Yeah. Oh my God. Ricky Stark's Gross back shit. was completely fucked up. Um, Darbs and Mox get the win. And I love Taz is like, I'm going to puke like at the end. <laughs> very funny. Uh, and then we that rolls into what we're getting next week on both shows. We're getting Chris Bay. This is on Impact, by the way. Chris Bay and uh, Riju taking on TJP and Falaba. Nobody's allowed to have more than five letters in their name in this match. Not in that match, no. Uh, then we're going to have Moose versus Heath for the TNT World Championship. If Heath wins, he gets a contract. <laughs> uh, Eddie Edwards' open challenge is continuing. Motor City Machine Guns sit-down interview. Hell yes, if, that's, if I'm watching anything, it's that. And then on AEW, we are getting... John Silver and Alex Reynolds taking we, on. You and I should just come up with new names for them anyway. Uh, they need new names. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And I it can't think. be thing one and thing two. No, they got to. We're going to talk about that on, on a plug for my Sunday stream. We're going to talk about the Dark Order, I think, in, in longer detail <laughs> because my co-hosts are like, this fucking sucks. Please stop doing this. Uh, oh, they don't like the Dark Order Eater hashtag. I still don't care. <laughs> yeah, so we'll figure it out, I guess. Uh, John, those two Dark are, Order City population, just John. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, they're going to be taking on Cody and the debuting Matt Cardona. So I guess, Holy shit. I guess Cody's not defending that title every week, but, uh, you know, I guess whatever. Let's overbook everything. And speaking of overbooking, we're going to have a fucking, what is this, two force, a 12-man tag match next week. It's going to be the Dark Order taking on FTR, the Young Bucks, Hangman Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. That's a lot oh of people. Boy. That's a lot of people. We went. We graduated from a, the ten man tag to the uh, the ten man tag with one referee. Yes, to the twelve man <laughs> tag, which hopefully will have not just one referee. My God! And then we're gonna have John Moxley defending the AEW World Championship against Darby Allen. So that should be fun as well. We have no questions. Oh and Good, because I just yawned. There you go. Yeah, it's time to close up took an, I already took a nap today, man. I, I actually, my... when you texted me and told me you were ready, I was in the middle of a nap. Oh, boy, I'm sorry. It's fine. Two, three. No, I'm, um, I'm, I get, I'm getting my hair done at, at five, though, so. Nice, nice. I, you know what I'm going to do because it's right next to Taco Bell? Oh, man. So lucky. John, you, 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 why are you not getting Taco Bell at right we, now? Because we've been cooking at home like crazy. We have so much food. That it's just like we can't. But none of those foods are a grilled cheese burrito. I know, and we were supposed to get it twice in the past two weeks. But who who is overriding you? Is it the dog? Oh, Henson doesn't care. Because you cooks in his food. Oh shit! Anyway, he's fine. He has enough meals. We need to go shopping. Anyway, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsalt, and you can follow John John Pingle <laughs> at JP Thrice. I just hurt my own throat. Yeah, I bet. Um, so, so, yeah, um, you don't feel bad at all. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and still SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. 
That's uh, your thing. Yes, absolutely. Take some time because I know y'all have it. Yeah, we all have time. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash notlg to support us monetarily. But also, uh, if you got friends who are artists, independent artists who are not working because of uh, the state of the world, support them any way you can, whether that be monetarily or, you know, retweets, sharing their stuff, doing the good, the good work that you can do. Yay! All right. And that's it for us this week. Join us again next week for more Impact and AEW and, uh, I don't know, me complaining about the winner of all stars possibly how do you how do you win with that lip sync for your legacy that's your legacy a fucking robot dance she did get harder choreography than everyone else i mean sure anyway there's only jujubee's face was beat to the gods though oh my god what a great runway look her runway look they should have just given her they should have just given her the scepter and crown there you know whose runway look was also really good fucking blair st Clair. yes a hair crown bitch yes absolutely but there's only one thing left to do so marianne <laughs> if you will welcome to drag cast ring the bell this has been a night of the living geeks production for more information and content visit notlg.com <laughs>